Welcome to Cherry on Top. My name is Han. I am with my very good friend, Al. Hello. Hi. Hello. My name is Al, as you know, and we just wanted to welcome you to Cherry on Top. Did I already did I say that at first? I don't know, but even if you did, welcome to Cherry on Top, because I'm going to say it for maybe a third time. Okay? Right. Welcome. We're happy you're here. We're ready to, you know, do our thing, of course, Han. So you know what time it is. Yeah, I do. It, it is, is time, time to bitch. You have got to be kidding. Baby, where is it? Son of a bitch. Well, that's just the cherry on top. <sighs> We're here. We're here. It's time for episode 14. Episode 14. Uh, this number. Whew. I feel like I have a connection with the numbers. Do you have a connection with numbers? Um, I, uh, yes, definitely not as much as you. You definitely have more. And, like, a... the sad thing is, is that I'm not good with numbers, like, <laughs> mathematically speaking. Um, you but... have stronger suits, but, <laughs> like, do. that doesn't really matter. <laughs> true. You have much stronger suits. But okay. the point here is, like, man, I don't know, 14, like, ugh. Some memes with the number 14, but that doesn't matter at this point. What matters is that it's episode 14, and that's wow. the 14 that matters. <laughs> that is the 14 that matters, oh, right? Anyway, I'm so excited to be here. We are officially on summer break. Uh, I don't know if I said it last You time. technically did, but it's even more true today than it was. Yeah, I just, like, I'm going to keep saying it, maybe, just to remind everyone, because... You know, our jobs are so hard. They have to give us some time off in the summer. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. how that works, right? It is. Well, even if it doesn't, it, it is now. Yeah. Well, I think that's definitely how it works. I agree. But you know what? I'm ready to talk about some topics today, Han. I don't know about you. It is time to chat about some inconveniences, some minor inconveniences. All right. Let's do it. I love these ones this week. I love them all. Well, I hate them all, but... Love and hate. You get the point. It's a love-hate situation. It, it is. It is. And that's why we talk about it and provide solutions, but mm-hmm. also... Be a little silly, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want to ring in these topics for us? I would love to read the topic. So, topic number one is locking yourself out of your house. Topic number two, doing laundry in its entirety. And topic number three, when a light comes on in your car dashboard. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's These take are it, some good ones. Yeah. Let's take it right back to topic number one, though. So, locking yourself out of the house. Al, <sighs> why does it suck? Okay. So... I've had many experiences. We'll get to that. But it sucks primarily because it's disrupting anything that you were immediately going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do a lot on the outside of your home other than maybe maybe possibly watering your plants or maybe like rearranging a mat. Counting the bricks that your house <laughs> is made of. Like, I mean, you could get creative. You could but definitely like, get creative. You, one thing's for sure, you can't get in your house. No, you can't. And Which most is things, probably what you want to do. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Most likely the reason why you are approaching your home. The door. The right. door. <laughs> Specifically the Not door. Not the window, the door. <laughs> Which we'll get to the window. Yeah. But like, yeah, we're really breaking this down. But you get the point. It, it's it's disrupting everything. And you like you said, like, the fuck are you going to do on the mm-hmm. outside of your house? Just like hope that your shit magically comes through the door and the door right. opens and you're like, oh, cool. Hmm, right. You know, you're going to have to put some type of effort into this. is not this. the Matrix. Yeah, no. Yeah. Which brings us to you start to panic because you have lost your keys. And most likely when you lose your house key, that also means you've lost your car Other key, keys, your, yes. Other important You shit. know, your scanny thingamajigs. Right. I'm sure. Kind of 
maybe not equal, but close to losing your wallet. Very close to it. Maybe almost equal. But it all important shit is being lost. Mm-hmm. And that disrupts every fucking thing. And you can even search the places that you typically search because <laughs> the places you usually search <laughs> are on the inside eyes. of your home. Like, yeah. you know, the basket you put it next to, under the keys, under that some That you're cushions. supposed to put it in so you yeah. don't lose it. <clears throat> Jake. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. I literally bought him, like, a key sensor for Christmas. Uh, has he, uh... No. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna change. It's probably why she's... It's gonna change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's just real inconvenient. And so then, after, you know, the panic sets in, and y- you can't search your normal places, you think, where did you last have them? Yeah. Where did I last have my keys? Especially because most likely you have driven yourself home. In a lot of cases. Not for everyone, obviously, but for in the majority of cases, you I feel like... You were probably... Exactly. Mm-hmm. If not, like, driving yourself home, getting home via transportation mm-hmm. of some sort. So, like, a friend dropping you off, an Uber, a taxi, you know, etc. Some sort of transportation. Unless the small chance you were walking and, like, you just dropped your keys yeah. and didn't hear them. Yeah. Which... It's I fair. Mean, it's fair. It's It hasn't not happened. You know, I feel confident saying Yeah. So, you know, I went camping this past weekend. Yes, and before we came home, I was like, okay, I need to make sure I have my phone, keys, and wallet before I do anything. Honestly, this podcast has made me so much more aware of things like I that. I swear, <laughs> me too. It's just, it's so good because, like, we're able to get out our frustrations yeah. and relate, hopefully, to some people to some listening. People and also, like, find solutions so that this doesn't, like, eat us up and we're stressed and pissed yeah. and like fuck the world you know that's the goal yeah that's the ultimate goal um and then you're like fuck if I did drive myself home are they in my car did I then not only lock myself out of my house but did I lock the keys in the car itself like whole ass <laughs> other minor inconvenience built yeah. in y'all like we are building it in do you see how deep this goes yeah really though this is <laughs> pretty intense at this point it's getting into a, like a black hole oh my god that's <laughs> black hole of inconveniences <laughs> anyway it really does suck though because then that walk to your car door about to open it and I mm-hmm. swear I have there have been an unfortunate amount of times where I've had this fear but I've like walked to my car door and right before I open that handle like my fingertips touch the handle I think like please god please god please god like Mm -hmm. please something Mm -hmm. keep it unlocked and then I'll pull it and it doesn't open and I'm like Mm -hmm. ouch I felt that the the hope that you build for yourself that's that's a whole ass like scene built in my head and yeah does not work out the way I want it to (laughs) does not work out yeah no then you have to begin developing a plan what how you're going to get inside of your house because honestly the answer is you have to get inside of that house one way or the other you yeah you've exhausted your other options are you so first you start looking through at windows trying to push up windows if you can even get a hold of your windows hey did you leave your keys in your house I fucking done that many times Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry absolutely especially if you have a door that like you don't have to have the key you don't have the lock from the outside so then you know for sure um, some people, you know, have to go up a fire escape, possibly. Holy um, shit. Should you become, like, Spider-Man and just, Ooh. like, you know... Marvel that shit. Marvel that shit one way or another. Yeah. Be careful, because you're not Spider-Man. Yeah. Unless there's something I need to know, because that'd be dope. We could use a Spider-Man in this world. Today. God, we really could. We could use a couple. 
Mm-hmm. We could use a whole Marvel Iron setup. Man, like, you too. Iron Man, Iron Man is sexy. He's I don't a, care what anyone says. I agree. Iron he's my Man favorite is, Avenger. He's, he's a sexy man. And, I mean, he's part robot. He puts the fucking suit on Pepper, bro. Like, get the fuck mm. out of here. Like, how admirable and noble is that? God. I love it. It really got me. <laughs> and then Jake was like, shit. Jake was like, all right. Oh, my God. It was great, though. Anyway. That's anyway. Hysterical. Crushing on Downey Jr. over yeah, here. Yeah, really, though. Can't help okay. it. I really can't. But, yeah, honestly, it's just a whole ass situation. Han, please bring up this next point, because I just saw it on here, and it makes me so excited. And we've plugged them before. Yes. Um, so many of you may know that we are fans of Broad City. So there's an episode in Broad City where, um, so it's about two girls. and Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. So uh, Abby, her house is getting exterminated for bed bugs or some <laughs> shit. So fucking difficult. Her, their apartment building. So she's staying with Alana. And they get to Alana's house and no keys. No keys. <laughs> so they, I mean, they are trying their damnedest to get into that apartment. Pretty much everything that we have named so far they have yes. attempted to do. So they ended up having to call a locksmith. Ugh. Oh, my oh, God. And oh. he, yes, he is <laughs> creepy as Hell no, no, creepy as fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. Creepy as a motherfucker. Like, he oh, is, uh, the is worst. really, really creepy. And uh, so, you know, he's letting him in. And they, uh, Alana's like, I don't want this guy to know where I live. So she says that she lives next door. <laughs> and then the people come home and they mace them. It's just this whole thing. And it's so funny. And yeah. the very end of the episode. Abby had Abby had an art show to get to, so like they had to get her ready and shit, <laughs> yeah. and so it ends up being at this like restaurant joint. And at the very end of the episode, um, Alana looks down, and the key is like in her pocket. Oh right, it's like in her boot or some shit. Right, somewhere on her yeah. is her key, and she's That's like me. Oh my god, you can't tell. Abby. Yes, I forgot about that. You can't tell that. Abby, like fucking Alana, like. Uh. <laughs> I, I can't. Such a good episode. Such a good show. It's on Hulu. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. But, yeah. Um, I've related. Not on that level. And, I mean, gosh, just having your shit on you. But mm-hmm. then again, like, I have, like, lost my glasses and they've been in my hand. You yeah. Know? But I don't think I've done that with my house keys. I I lose them all over the house, I feel like. So, right. I don't That's know. Fair. It happens. But it does. It does. And then, as you're sitting in misery, maybe you have to do call a locksmith. You have to call someone who has a spare key. Yeah. Um, You have to figure out what you're going to do while you're waiting. Yeah. Me and Al have thought of quite a few things to do. We have thought of quite a few (laughs) things to do. All right. Now, before we get to all of our good, good fun facts Mm -hmm. and our hella solutions. Yes. Um, let's get some personal experiences yeah. going. Should we first talk about the experience that we had, like, just the other weekend? Yeah, we had a joint experience. Yeah. So I think it's appropriate, I think we, it's appropriate we that we both touch it on it. So we were having a Shrek brunch, which... Shrek the fuck up. <laughs> That's literally what we called it, a Shrek brunch. So, like, we ate green food and <laughs> drank green mimosas and watched so Shrek. Funny. Like, that's what we did. We did. It we was a lot of fun. <laughs> so let me give you a quick backstory on that hand. Yeah. Saw it on, like, TikTok, TikTok sure, and some yeah. shit. And she sent it to Dalton and I, and we were like, yeah, let's totally do yeah. that. And I was moving out of my apartment, so we decided to have one last that's, shindig, yeah. and we made it the Shrek brunch. So yeah. we had, like spinach like little quiches mm-hmm. 
and green mimosas and just green shit. Yeah. It was great. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. But. Yeah, but. Before. So we go to the grocery <laughs> store and we're all in different carts because we all met up to go hiking somewhere and then we were going to stop by the grocery and as we're all leaving, I get a call from Al and Al goes, I'm not driving my car. And I was like, okay. And she was like, I don't have the keys to get into my house. <laughs> and I was like, Oh God! Yeah, I took I took Jake's car um, over to meet you guys hiking, and then back to my apartment because I knew I was going back to Louisville. But he was he needed my car to get some a lot of soil and pick up a bunch of that. And um, of course, my house key was on my keychain, and he didn't have a copy of my key at the time. I felt so fucking bad. Um, But luckily, it was a nice day. We could just like chill outside. It was cool. Like we were fine. Jake saved the day. He did. We tried to get in through the windows. That didn't work. Like, but whatever. We we exhausted a few options. Didn't work. I was really confident that that one window was open. I know you were, but it was. It was not. But thank you, my love, for. Letting our Shrek brunch Continue not, <laughs> not fail. Yeah. Thank you. Um, all right. That was a good experience. We made the best out of that. Um, what about anything specific? Specific to myself. She just yourself. Well, first of all, when I was a freshman in college, I was, like, constantly locking my keys in our dorm room. Just, like, constantly, constantly, constantly. Damn, so you're that bitch. Think, yeah, but thank God my roommate and I got along at that point. So she, you know. Help the sister out. Help the sister out, and yeah, so like that's one thing. But then, so the other day, not the other day, this was like a while ago, but I, you know, met my friend downstairs, and we were walking up to my apartment, and I get in my backpack and I pull out my keys, and the key ring that had just like my house key and my mail key weren't on my key ring, and I was like what the actual fuck like all the rest of my keys are there so I'm searching everywhere then I'm like starting to freak out and I'm like I don't know where these keys are and I think Benjamin was out of town so like I and no one had an extra key at that point so I was gonna be really screwed um so I literally took everything out of my bag and there it was at the very very bottom but it was the weirdest thing so So like thank god but I yeah yeah. I hate that like panic that Mm -hmm. sets in man Mm -hmm. that's so scary yeah Uh, man so I put one on here but one just came up that is far far more intense I'm gonna share that um my sister my oldest sister Sarah she at one point had an apartment a really cool spot um on Frankfurt Ave and um I would often like house sit or dog sit for her while they went on vacations and things so I was there at one point, me and Dalton actually, Aww. that little that little fella. We were there, and we went across the street to grab some dinner because she lived across the street from a sushi place, one of my mm. faves. And um, when we came back, Key was inside. Okay, um, and Dalton had locked the. And yes, I am calling your ass out, Dalton. He had locked the um, the bottom lock, um, like just accidentally, not knowing I didn't have the key. So like it, he didn't know. But, um, he locked it, and so we had to, like, get in touch with Sarah's neighbor, and he went through one of the windows in the spare room and, like, got us in, but it was a whole-ass ordeal, because the apartment was on the second floor, Mm -hmm. and, you know, if you've ever been, like, in Louisville, Kentucky, where, you know, on Frankfurt Avenue, it's very, very awesome, cool vibe, but it's, you know, those houses that are pretty close together, and a lot of them are made into apartments and duplexes and things like that. Um, and so that was kind of what we were dealing with. And it was just so stressful because I didn't want to bother her. Mm-hmm. But I also was like, uh, shit, we have to yeah. get inside. Um, fuck. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, stressful. But I've climbed in many a window. 
many a window. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you're that bitch. I I I'm not that bitch anymore, but I I really was for mm-hmm. a long time. Like in my car and in my house, I would lock the keys. Mm. Luckily, I lived with like my parents for yeah for a long you know. For so it wasn't a huge issue, but yeah. as I started to drive and like move out on my own, I guess once you start driving, you like have to have your keys. So I locked my keys in my car so many times. Yeah, in my first car it was tragic. Yeah, you tragic. do that a lot as a kid, don't you? Because I did it a lot as a kid. Knock oh, on wood. yeah, yeah, I definitely did, and I hope I outgrow that. Knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, really though. All well, right. let's move on, shall we? Are you ready to have some yes. fun? I I would love to have. Some let's fun. have some fun. Let's pump the fun in. Yeah. Wouldn't you love that? With some fun freaking facts. Some fun freaking, not just fun facts, but fun freaking facts. Yeah. Han, how about you start us off? Because I'm very excited about this. So um, I was looking stuff up, and I didn't find a lot of fun. However, I okay. found uh, some good jokes. Okay. So <laughs> All right. I, I decided I would tell you some of these jokes. I love a good joke. Okay. This, uh, of course, I didn't make them up because I'm... I, I'm not good at making up jokes. I'm just not. Neither am I. It's not my strong suit. So either way, I, I stole these. So I'm, okay. But I'm going to tell you where I stole them from. Okay. Punstoppable.com. <gasps> oh, now I'm going <laughs> to fuck with them because I love a <laughs> good pun. This is uh, the best locked puns. Okay. So, okay. Here's the first one. Okay. So the police locked up a toddler the other day. Turns out he was resisting arrest. <laughs> Get it? Like resisting a nap. I got it. I got it. Resisting a nap. <laughs> okay, this next one took me a second, but I think it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> okay. Which pasta gets locked out of the house? Gnocchi. <laughs> Get it? Like, no key. Yes, gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jack and Josh. Okay. okay, here's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giggling. Okay. All right. Uh, locked myself out of the house today. Thankfully, I was able to open the door by talking to it. Communication is key. <laughs> <laughs> so if you talk to the door, it's yeah. a key. Yeah. Just let it open up. <laughs> So oh, man, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I came wow, up with. Wow, that was loads of fun, and I'm glad that was loads of fun because I'm about to just like be a teacher first. <laughs> I'll bring fun. you up well, for Al to bring you back to Yeah, Harry Marshall, I'm going to bring y'all back in. Page 394. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I, I'm teasing, but um, it, it's pretty interesting. I thought it was cool. Um, then again, like I am reading a book about orca whales in captivity, but that's important. Anyway, besides the point. Okay. This um, this article is from books.google.com. So hmm. it's not even an article. It's actually a book. So I misspoke. Wow. It's even more, <laughs> even more. you know, teacher-like. Very on brand, right? Continue. Um, it is called The Ancient and Honorable Trade of Locksmithing. And so obviously, like, this is a whole book that you could read. I'm obviously not going to do that here today. I'm going to just look You're at not? a few. Damn it. <laughs> I'm like, so on page 12, um, what I'm going to do is just read a few paragraphs that I think pertain to this topic and are more interesting than not. Um, so, first things first, locksmithing is an ancient trade, so old in fact that archaeologists have found evidence of key-operated wooden locks made for Egyptian royalty as early as 2000 BC. There's a bunch of snipers. Swipers swiping out in here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ever since 2000 BC. You best watch it out. Uh, similar locks have been found in places as remote from the pharaoh's palaces as Japan and Norway. 
Interesting. Yeah, very cool. Um, another thing I want to mention, from the 18th century on, lock technology advanced quickly in France and England. In 1861, the ancient Lionel... Linus Yale, excuse me, Jr., invented the pin tumbler lock and a mass production method that made his locks nearly as common as doors themselves. The locksmith, locksmith came into demand as never before. So that's like the lock we have today, I assume. I believe so. Um, but you can continue reading on if you'd like. Um, it is, I mean, it's a whole book. It was published in 1972, but it, I mean, it's pretty cool. Oh, and wow, it, it is like, a whole ass book. Yeah, and it looks like it's free and, um, you know, it has some diagrams and things as well, but I just thought it was interesting to kind of see the kind of the early yeah. dates of how locks were even, um, established but i'm sure we could dig a little bit deeper but for time's sake they might as well be prehistoric honestly locks yeah 2000 bc that's that's definitely a long ass time ago yeah thought it was pretty cool though yeah so if you want to dig deeper and you know school yourself on some ancient locks then there you go if you're a lock person if you like locks if you like keys you a locko you a locko you a lock (laughs) anyway Let's move on to the best part of the podcast. The best part of the podcast. Hannah Nelson Oceans. Hannah Nelson Oceans. So this is what we have come up with. All right. So listen to us. So say you can't <laughs> open your window. Break that bitch. Break the window. Break the window. It would be super sketchy. Super sketchy. Yeah. It'd be really super sketchy and <laughs> you need to be safe because gla- broken glass is not, you know, safe. really a safe thing. No. The more we talk about it the less I want I you to do it. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face as you continue talking, as I was, like, nodding my head, like, oh, this is sounding, like, more and more, like, maybe you shouldn't do it so that we don't, like, oh, shit. Can you calm yourself down over there? <laughs> that way we don't, like, sponsor somebody, like, having to go to the emergency room. Please, because they yeah. were like, Hannah and Al on Cherry on Top told me to break a window. <laughs> and now there's glass in my eye. And we're like, awkward. Uh, oh. so, you can't sue us. So that's like, a, that's like a sarcastic solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? That's a sarcastic solution. However, you could actually do this. Leave a window open. Yeah. Choose a window maybe that... You feel like it's a little Maybe bit less... like unlocked. Like, unlocked. Yeah, 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 not yeah. open. Sorry, so it's open. Yeah, yeah modern, unlocked. I mean, modern day windows, typically, mm-hmm. you, can, you know, you just move that switch and you can just leave one unlocked, mm-hmm. which is what I thought I had done, but I have an extra lock on the top, so you should check that um, if you know what I'm talking about, like the regular modern day windows, like even if you like are, un- they're unlocked and you slide them up, there might be like a little bar that's poking out to mm-hmm. block them from getting like any higher than like two inches. Like an emergency lock. Yes. I guess would yes. be. So check that because mm-hmm. that's why. I that's why we couldn't in. get in. Yeah. That, that one day, which I mean, it's, I'm glad that it was hard to break into your apartment. I'm not going to lie. Me too, right? Yeah. Hashtag safety. Hashtag safety. All right, what else we got? Um, you could have a spare somewhere. I did. We did that a lot in our house as a kid. Is just having yeah. a spare fake key, rock, fake rock somewhere. Right. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Just have a spot that like you and only like the few people that you allow to under come to a, your home. a specific cushion or yeah. you know maybe not under a rug because that's very on brand. Yeah, very maybe like under Common. a pile of wood. You know, somewhere that under yeah. a gutter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. just. Come He's up with a, a lot of options. Be, be creative. Get your yeah. get, get those creative juices flowing. And yeah, my dad's always finding the 
best places to hide keys. I swear it's weird. Damn, tell me later because I'm curious. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, one thing that I really love and appreciate that some of my friends and family do, Mm -hmm. like making sure that I have a spare key. Mm -hmm. So like maybe making sure that the people that you interact with quite often and trust, and even if you know they're going to be coming to your home to watch it, house it, dog sit, etc., let them have a spare. Mm -hmm. I have a spare key to everybody everybody not yeah. you i think you and like lynn you know there's a few people but right. like sarah dalton like just from mm-hmm. house sitting dog sitting and stuff you yeah know? you're a big dog sitter too yeah. so yeah so it's like you accumulate a lot of keys i'm sure might as well yeah and it makes it easier for them and me mm-hmm. yeah heavy keys as we all know <laughs> got a heavy keychain but she does have a heavy keychain um every time i pick it up i'm like god damn but you know what i'm a busy woman. she's like can you put this in your backpack <laughs> yeah it's just it's easy. i'm like oh and you know what other bonus i thought about that what? like if that person loses their key you've got one yeah you know you can help them out exactly Do them so it's just kind of yeah there i know there's a few people who have uh spare keys to our house yeah for sure. For sure, for sure. Something else you could do, which this is what my dad does at his house now because it's in the middle of nowhere, but just leave your doors unlocked. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have mentioned that to America, but no one I knows mean, where he lives, so. Sometimes Jake will do that. If you, you know, if it's hard to get, some houses it's like, it's you have to really get are. lost to be there, or. To be there for a reason. You have to be there for a reason. Right, but I and definitely that, am like, nope. His tiny ass anymore. house is not going to be the one that gets broken into, so. Right. But, you know me, I'm like, mm, rules, and mm-hmm. also just safety. Yeah, I, to my own home, I probably would not do that. Yeah. Nope. But you could. You could. Um, it's, I feel like it's like a cultural thing. I was like doing some research, um, which I didn't mention in the fun facts or solutions, but... Um, you know, the South is really big on, you know, I think not leaving the doors locked as often. And I think it has to do with how, you know, like oftentimes, like there's a lot of land down there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of space. The houses aren't as close, close as to if each you other. Were in, like yeah. a city city. Um, and so. I mean, your driveway could be like two miles long. Fuck, oh, you yeah. know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you don't have to go that far down South to get that. But I think that's one piece to it. Um, and I personally um just i'm gonna put in a little personal experience here um i grew up with a close friend a best friend of mine for a long time they never locked their house ever Mm -hmm. and like they were just in a regular neighborhood like a small town like but never locked their house it was always unlocked yeah always well you know if unless you have a consequence like you just kind of continue to do that right it's like if there's nothing happening then like well but yeah yeah crazy but we have got some Solutions. Some solutions. It's time for some solutions, which I think that ours were pretty. I think ours were pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah. Sometimes they're goofy, but I think those are pretty good. Ones. A little bit more better. A little, a little bit, bit more, more better. better. <laughs> a little bit more better. I would like that on a T-shirt and a sticker, maybe even a hat. <laughs> oh, anyway, God. thank God. I'm all right, more better. Much. Let's get. To <laughs> Please don't call me that. <laughs> Oh, Your wish is my command. Funny. That All is right. so funny. Okay. What, anyway. we, what <laughs> do we got? What do we got? <laughs> this comes from safewise.com. Okay. The article is what to do when you're locked out. So this is one thing that they had to say. There was obviously an array of things that they said. But I picked the one that I just found 
the most interesting and the most helpful, which would be to, like, pick your lock. (laughs) She's mischievous, y'all. Don't let her influence you. The most interesting and helpful. No, bitch. She, y'all, she likes to... I like to be bad sometimes. I know. I was not going to out you, but... (laughs) <laughs> I like to be bad sometimes. I can't All right, it. let's hear what we've got, Miss Mischievous. Okay, so this, if, you know, you find yourself in a situation, come back to this exact moment in the podcast, and I will walk you through how to pick your lock. All right, so okay. listen up if you want to break laws. Movies make lock picking look easy, but it's much trickier in real life. I feel like we all probably could have figured that out. Bobby pin and paper clips can serve as DIY locksmithing tools. So that's the keys. You have to have one of those. So, you know, keep those around, around you. It'll work best if you have two bobby pins or two paper clips. But if you only have one, you can break it in half and create two tools. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is the first thing you need to do. One, bend one of the metal pieces into an L shape. This tool becomes your tension rod for holding the lock in place. Okay. So one L shaped. Two, straighten the other piece out and bend it a small W into the wire at the end. This will help you unlatch the pin inside the lock. Okay, so you have a W1 and an L1. Three, hold the L-shaped piece in place, keeping tension in the lock. Okay. Four, use the W-shaped piece to feel your pin inside the lock. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. And then five, push the pins up with the W-shaped piece to unlock the door. Wow. So you straighten that piece out and then make a W in the end. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Damn. That's step by step, y'all. For real. Play this back. Play it back. Bitch. Play it back. Bitch. Play it back. Bitch, play Ooh. it back. Hey. So, yeah. Point being, if you <laughs> get locked out. Now you know how to get not locked out. If you have a paper, two paper clips, two paper clips. better. Or just one, or a bobby pen. Yeah. So, good luck. Good just luck in those endeavors. Your office or wherever you I'm going to start practicing that. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that does help me in case I fuck up and make mistakes, but yikes, McGee. She's going to... The young bandit coming out. Uh, that's what they call me around the streets. Oh. Young bandit. <laughs> Y-U-N-G. No. 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 <laughs> no. Oh, man. I could do this for days. Anyway. I, I found a few things as well um, that I wanted to mention. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm only going to touch on a few. Okay. Okay. Um, so, this is from unitedlocksmith.net. Okay, mm. we're not playing this games. This is very official. We ain't playing games, y'all. <laughs> not today. Okay. Um, it is titled, I locked myself out of my house. Here are 10 things I did to get back in. So, below what I just read, I have 10 bullet points. And these are different methods that you could use to get into your home. Okay. okay? Um, I'm going to read through them, but then I'm just going to touch on a few. Okay. Um, other doors. Fair. Windows. Disgust. Dog door. I would say that would be my favorite way if I had a dog door. Yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. For sure. Other residents, so people living with you. A hidden spare key. Touched on that. Coat hanger. Sim- very similar to what I had just mentioned before. However, I feel like you're more likely to have a bobby pin than a coat hanger around. Right. Outside, but right. whatever. Um, ladder. Okay. I'm, I'm going to touch on that. Okay. Uh, locksmith, of course. A bump key. What the fuck is a bump key? We don't find out. Okay. And 
pick the lock. <gasps> oh! Yeah, I ended on your note, bitch. <laughs> we circle right back for you, you little mischievous thing. Okay, but first, I want to touch on the dog door, if I may. Okay. Um, so... Obviously, if you have a dog, um, you you might not have a dog door, but some of you out there might. And when I get a dog, I would also like one as well. But this is what it says. Um, In a last-ditch effort, I tried to get back into the house through the dog door. I was already a pretty big kid at this time. Tall, slim build, but broad shoulders. Still, I thought I could do it. I remembered in the past having to crawl through it when the whole family was locked out of the house. And my mother always talked about a time where she was eight months pregnant with my sister and squeezed through. I was kicking myself for not thinking of it earlier. But it was not meant to be. No matter how I moved, my shoulders would not get past the entryway. Mm. So in a nutshell there, um, (laughs) it works if you're small. Yeah. It works if you're small. So dog door, maybe if you have a kid, I don't have children. Yeah, uh, get, the kid, get the kid in there. Right now. Yeah, unless you have a big dog and it's like a decent-sized doggy door. Did but. you know that cats don't have collarbones? So as long as they can fit their head through it, they can fit their entire body through it. Damn, that's why those motherfuckers can mm-hmm. get through anything. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Which okay. one are we going to talk about next? We're going to talk about the ladder next okay, cool. because this one, like, this, this threw me off. So this is obviously from one person's perspective. That's why I'm reading it in, you know, first person. But anyway, here we go. I saw that the ladder was left out, so in a moment of sheer brilliance, I tried to use it to get in through the second-story windows, but there were no screens over the glass. This may be something that I could try, but using a ladder on the grass while it is raining is not something I would recommend. I did not have the stability to give enough pressure to open the windows. So, Uh, obviously, this is very dependent on where you are and the build of your home. If you only have a one-story home, this does not apply. Mm -hmm. If you have a two-story home and you can and know have a good chance to get in through those second-story windows, then you can try that out. Um, But last but not least, we're going to talk about this bump key because I don't know what a bump key is. All right. So basically what a bump key is, um, this guy called a locksmith, okay? And he handed him a bump key and a hammer. He asked if I had the keys. Then he shut and locked the door, stimulating being locked out of the house again. So he put the bump key in the lock, one notch removed, hit it with the hammer and tried to turn the knob in a single action. It was frustrating having to pull it out one notch after each strike. An issue I have since then learned to work around, but after a few whacks, I gave up. As a total novice, a bum key would not have helped me if I was really still locked out of my house. So I think what a bum key is, is like kind of like a, almost like a, <laughs> a bear of <laughs> Y'all, she's just like all over the place over here. <laughs> Speaking of bumps, I just bumped my fucking computer up against my water. I'm so sorry. Granted, we're not in the most, like, spacious environment Yeah, no, we're probably in the smallest spot ever. But anyways, continue on. (laughs) Anyway, I think this bump key is kind of like a a bear key that you put inside of your own lock. And by using the hammer, like, not going in the full notch, Uh, you actually, like, create, like, a a key in a way. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. But, I mean, that would take a minute. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, mean, I wouldn't be able to figure out. We know out. what a bump key is now. Yeah. So, and if you want to further research, by God, I support. By golly gee, go do it. Right. Go do it. Okay. Let's move on to topic two, shall we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing laundry. Why does that suck, Al? Doing laundry. 
Okay, so it's time consuming, it's just like most of consuming. all of these other fucking inconveniences that yeah. we talk about. To you guys. And it sucks because like you're you, you are at the washing machine's mercy, you know? right? It's like, bitch, you're on my time. Yeah. My time. I spin when I, I want. I rinse when I want. And it sucks when, like, you open the uh, the washer and the the soap didn't really dissolve the right way or whatever. And then you have to fucking do it again. And you're like, God damn it. Or you forget that you did, like, a load in the washer and you leave. Or you just fucking forget. And mm-hmm. then you come back and you're like, great. My clothes have just been sitting in mildew. Mm-hmm. Solid. Let's rewash it again. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, God so frustrating and it takes time and if you do those things like we just mentioned it takes more fucking time yeah exactly time consuming times Mm -hmm. and then it's 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 pressuring when you have something that you specifically need to wash for the next day maybe for your job or or whatever it may be oh yeah there have been times where i want like specific things even just to wear like even my comfy clothes like i am in right now like yeah fuck there you have more comfy clothes than yeah comfy things that i like to wear and that make you know that like make me feel comfy and like comfy yeah. how many times do i say comfy you can play this <laughs> comfy, back and comfy. probably get drunk off of it <laughs> just drink every time alice says comfy uh-huh. um but yeah it, it is frustrating mm-hmm. because there have been times where i'm on a time crunch and i need something and i've slacked and didn't wash it mm-hmm. and if it can't be dried that's more time yeah oh oh anyway the adding of the things is something I want to talk about. Okay? Oh, okay. Elaborate, I, I I entitled this whole section the adding of the things because I know everybody out there has their own laundry system. We all have yes. a way that we do our laundry that works best for us or we're figuring that out. Now, some of us use just detergent. I know there are guys out there buying Tide Pods and throwing one in and saying, all right, that's perfect mm-hmm. and not thinking anything else. But I also know that there are people out there like uh, Patricia's, for example, who are, <laughs> who have their detergent in, you know, ball jars, labeled, and yeah. everything is nice and neat, and you know what? I fuck with that. I'm not judging a Patricia. No. Okay? I think that all of it is great, but there's a process. We all have our things that we add to our laundry, mm-hmm. whether it's detergent or fabric softener. Mm-hmm. So, personally speaking, I put in detergent and some fabric softener. Okay, snuggle. I'm going to plug snuggle real quick. If you're not fucking with snuggle and you can fuck with snuggle, you need to fuck with That's snuggle. That's the key is it can, if you can fuck with if snuggle. If you can, blue snuggle is where you want to be. Okay. Okay. Um, but that takes time too, right? Like after you get your clothes in the washer, mm-hmm. which that's a whole process, picking out the ones that are white and colors and, you know, things that can't be washed together. Mm-hmm. You've got to add the things. Mm-hmm. And that is a process. That is a process within itself. Uh, it's yeah. a process within the process. It is. There's so many, like, little processes inside the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The process I. And then it makes the, the settings even more confusing, the more things you add. and It does. And, like, these new washers nowadays, like, Dude. I-, I feel like they're robots. And I'm scared to use some yeah. of them. Like, wh- like, when I house it, for example, I'm like, I'm going to break this $1,000 machine. Mm-hmm. But I haven't yet knock on one. Thank you. Lots of knocks today. Lots of knocks today. So as you, uh, you know, we've kind of touched on this, but it's a waiting game between um, switching them over and then waiting for them to dry, especially if you're someone who has to go to a laundromat. 
and that you have to physically be outside. It's one thing when you're inside your home. It's not terrible. I mean, it still sucks. It's still inconvenient, but it's not the worst thing in the entire world when yeah. you're inside your house. However, I can imagine if you have to go somewhere, that makes it terrible. And I, yeah. I know, you know, you can find stuff to do and people probably prepare for it, but that's just, that's a, an hour, maybe two hours out of your day that I wouldn't want to be taking. No, absolutely not. And, like, it always stresses me out personally leaving, like, the dryer on when I leave sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fair. But I don't really care as much now that I'm, like, in the house. But anyway, it, it is a waiting game. And you mm-hmm. just have to be added to mercy, like you mentioned. And then switching it over. The process of switching it over. Ugh. That's another process. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you know, making sure you don't wait. Or, yeah, don't wait for those wet clothes to just sit mm-hmm. in there because... Like we mentioned, the mildew, and mm-hmm. that shit's serious. You can smell it. Even if... And it's even quick, if, too. It comes on quick. Even if you think that it's okay because you're going to dry it, it's not. Mm-hmm. You're just trapping in the smell. Um, and making sure that you don't have too many wet clothes going into the dryer. This is a discussion Jake and I had the other day because it takes things so much longer to yeah. dry because the dryer is just, like, overkill. Yeah. You know? There's so many fabrics in there that it's like fuck did you know if you put like balls in your dryer with it it like it dries it quicker because it breaks up breaks them up a little bit more really mm-hmm. like can i put tennis balls in there i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. <gasps> Ooh, that's really great to know what a little plug solution yeah there. yeah i forgot about that i should have added that in but it just um, kind of came to me yeah i love that very cool i need to do that for sure mm-hmm. yeah oh show which then that takes more time to start and stop if you put too much in there. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm going to get some balls. Yeah, get some of those balls here. I'll show you. There's some up there. I'll show you whenever we get done. But oh, show. we are in a, a laundry room right now. We so. are. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We're doing it for the podcast. And the, another thing that always kind of frightens me with laundry is there's so many chances for errors. The God, colors, yes. there's darks, there's lights, there's delicates, there's, you know, the colors, the sizes, the, the fabrics. It's just, a, it's it's a lot. It is a lot. You have two different machines. It could fuck up not just in the washer but also in the dryer right. or vice versa or like you know it's just i know and like if you if you weren't ever like taught that or mm-hmm. like if you, yeah. you don't know or taught yourself how laundry works like there would be no reason for mm-hmm. you to know that no you shouldn't put your new red shirt in with a yeah. white dress that's for, not a good idea god forbid we out- teach kids you know think that they need to survive in life i'm still doing that shit and i'm gonna yeah. keep doing it more fuck sorry yeah. not sorry yeah, hell yeah. Still meet my expectations, but I'm going to exceed with with that real life shit. Because, mm-hmm. man, it's just, we've got to. Mm-hmm. we got yeah. to do better. Got to do yeah. better. Let's move on to personal experience because we kind of already touched on that last one. All right, let's 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 do it, sister. Let's do it. All right, so let me say I have two things. First of all, I used to have an issue with doing laundry, like a major issue. I oh. would pretty much not do my laundry until I had no underwear to wear. Like, it was insane I would go like a month without doing my laundry and my mother enabled me for years and years and years and then once like she was no longer around to do my laundry I continued to do that and it was just the most horrendous thing and it was horrendous and Benjamin would have to carry all my laundry down because I wasn't strong enough and we lived on the third floor of this apartment and so he was finally like you have to get this under control and I got it under control and now I do it once a week (laughs) good for (laughs) you there's been a few occasions where I have done it every other week but overall I typically do it once a week now so oh yeah go me go you (laughs) damn I just learned that guys I did not know that I'm over here like wow I mean it was absolutely ridiculous that like how how much laundry would let build up did you have to resort to bathing suit bottoms yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I would, I would do that. And Benjamin like, was like, this is getting, soup. yeah. He's like, this is getting out of control now. And I was like, <gasps> and he was like, no. <laughs> he's like, I'm telling you this because I love, I love you. you. Yeah. He's like, I love you and I want us to be together. So you have to do this. <laughs> uh, I'm fair. telling you this so that we're together. Okay? <laughs> right. Basically. And then, so uh, another little personal experience, I guess. I, I have all these issues with, like, my skin being sensitive to... Detergents. To detergents. I'm currently in a rash right now, yeah, which we can't figure so out, which may have come from detergent. But, either way, that makes my laundry process even more inconvenient because, like, I can't have the beads in there. And, and it takes a while for you to realize what your skin can't handle, you know? Right, so yeah. God, that's the worst. I know it's so uncomfortable. Like, yeah, it's Okay. Uh, it is what it is. It's life. It'll be over soon. Yeah, over soon. Yeah. But I know a lot of people have sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. But n- now there's a lot of, like, sensitive skin um, mm-hmm. products, you know, products for out sure. there. So that's at least that's a good thing. very helpful, I would say. All right. Well, enough about me. Al, tell <sighs> me about yourself. Uh, this is actually very funny because recently I fixed my dad's washer. Oh. Yeah. Jake and I actually went over there um he, my dad told told me it was just kind of messing up, and he was and like what call. ways? So like it was just off balance. Mm. Okay, the drum was off balance, and he told me he called a repair a repair place and they were gonna come on Friday, but it was like almost a hundred dollars an hour, and like I just did not want him to have to pay that. Does he live like, in an apartment though? He lives in an apartment. Oh, yes, but it's his but washer. It's his washer. Oh. So essentially, I told him, you know, Jake and you know his family they're pretty handy and I was like let us just come look at it like he'll look at Mm -hmm. it just to see like before you pay somebody $500 like that's crazy and so we literally got in there we have my little toolkit and we literally took this washer apart and we diagnosed the problem and so basically a drum is like in his washer it is basically set up where um on like four sides of the drum just a circle there are like these rods that hold the drum in place Mm -hmm. one of those rods in the front was off so the washer like it was just hanging on by three so like the front was just like dipping it wasn't even and of course that was making the drum like Mm -hmm. shake and it just wasn't working and so we fixed it and jake um was sweet and even bought more rods to replace them in case they were just a little rotten so in case we need to replace those in the future but yeah, we, we took the few hours wow. and we replaced, we fixed it, and then we put it back together and... Well, if your washer ever breaks, I know who you should call. Yeah, I Jake mean, and Al. you know, we just the rescue. Looked, we looked it up online and we just walked it through with each other nice. and we got it done. That's awesome. I know, it was pretty cool. I was like, I mean, not the most exciting thing to do, ah, but we helped my so. dad and saved him money and learned something new. How nice. Fuck yeah. Well, shall we move on to some freaking fun facts? Oh, uh, freaking fun facts! Or fun freaking facts or whatever you've been saying. <laughs> yes, I think we should. And you are up first. Oh, okay. This comes from basistos.com.au. Mm. It is nine mind-blowing facts about laundry. So I just chose I just chose one because the rest of them weren't really that interesting. But I thought this one was. Okay. So the first washing machine was called Thor, which I thought was very fitting. Wow, we already talked about Marvel. It's back. <gasps> What a mar- marvelous, marvelous episode. Right. Mm. Anyway. <clears throat> if you will. It really, though, it was a moment. It was a marvelous moment. It okay. was a marvelous moment. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Onward. Sorry. 
The first mass-marketed electronic one, that is, developed in 1908. The very first washing machine was invented in 1782 by H. Sidegear of Great Britain. Sidgear? H. Sidgear. Sidgear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, by H. Sidgear. So I guess it was H. Sidgear who called it Thor initially. Okay. Okay. Um, of Great Britain. A design honed by other inventors afterwards, including William Blackstone, who invented the first at-home washer as a birthday gift for his wife. Thanks, honey. Yeah, so I just thought so it was, cute. you know, that was kind of an interesting fact, which if I lived in the 1800s and my husband made me a washing machine, I think I would be very excited. Hell yeah. That takes a lot of time out of the, the situation, yeah. right? I mean, gosh, I can't even imagine what doing laundry back then was like. I mean, people still do laundry like that yeah. today. Yeah, and you know what? And I'm creeks actually, and stuff. I'm going to bring it up, too. I'm going to bring it up. Oh, you yeah, are. I am, and... In a moment, I just, I am something similar, something similar, but that is really cool, and I love that its name is Thor. Thor, I love that too. It's very fitting, I feel like, for a washing machine. Oh, it is very fitting. I love it. Um, all right, so I went to thespruce.com, and this article is titled, Interesting Laundry Facts and Trivia. Love that. Just gonna talk about two here. Um, first, if you wash and dry one load of laundry every day for the next 44 years, wash and dry one every day for 44 years, Han, you'll clean as much as the folks at Walt Disney World do in a single day. <gasps> what? Every day for 44 years? A single day at Walt Disney World. The laundry cast members watch, wash an average of 285,000 pounds each day. Oh, my God. Also, between 30,000 and 32,000 garments are dry cleaned daily. Gotta keep Mickey looking sharp. Can you imagine having to clean all of those costumes? That's insane. Think about how Think many about Mickey Mouse costumes there are for that entire park. Think about the water. I know. That is so much water. I know. It fucking blew me away. Wow. Oh, come on, Disney. We gotta, we gotta get it together. I hope that's also happening. But this is the second one I want to mention. Um, and it's pretty unique. Um, so here we go. The largest outdoor laundry, Dobie Ghat, can be found in Mumbai, India. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Dobie's washermen and their families start their business early in the morning. The laundries are row upon row of concrete wash pens, each with a flogging stone. The clothes are dipped in lathery water, hammered on the flogging stones, and then dried on clotheslines. The next day, the clothes are neatly pressed and delivered to the respective owners. The Dobies are specialized in laundry only. They have agents who gather and deliver the clothes to the customers. Very interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that is cool. It's just interesting to always put your mind in a different perspective because, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody lives the life the, the that we life do. That, no, 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 no. Yeah, very lucky. But Yeah, we are very lucky. But I thought that was but super it, cool. Putting in terms of that, for sure, absolutely. Very different facts, but fun ones. Shall we move on to our solutions? Mm-hmm. Shall so the first thing that you could do, which I'm gonna do one day when I'm rich and famous, is just get a maid. Get a maid, bitch. Get a maid to do that shit for you. Pay her well. Gosh, though. clean your pay bed well. sheets every day. Or pay day. him well. Fuck. Yeah. Him, her. Then. Yeah. Well, We're not wh- whoever. It's 2021. We yeah, don't. Yeah. Happy we Pride don't, Month. Happy way. Happy Pride Month. Yeah. We, you know what we? we you know what we're that. eating? Well, like side snack. Um, the Airheads Extreme Bites, and you know what? They're pride colors. They're very pr- prideful. And so we're very prideful, right? Yeah. Now. 
Um, yeah, get it made. Mm-hmm. Dry clean everything. That which, would also mother- take a lot of money. Fuck. That would take so much money. Don't I also, like, it. can you imagine but getting it, it. even but your don't. PJs dry clean? That's crazy. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No. Be a nasty-ass hoe and don't do your laundry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's disgusting. And clothes get so gross. Um, yes. Even after one wear. A full day of wearing something and you're doing, like, activities. Like, "Mm." Oh, my God. Yikes, Mickey. Yikes, Mickey. Yeah, you could also create a schedule to keep track of your clothes while also being conscious of how much water you use. So, Hmm. you know, create a schedule of, you know, when you're going to wash and... Kind of like I do nowadays. Yes. Kind of pulling. Unlike the way that I did it before. Yeah. I probably need to do that. I I, I keep up with laundry pretty well, but I could probably schedule things out a little bit better Mm -hmm. so that I'm not using so much water. Yeah, for sure. Something else that you could do is you could determine the importance of the wash. Which, that's a really good point. Did you wear the shirt for three hours? Did you do nothing that prompted sweating you or sweating in it or anything like such as that? Give it a good sniff. Put it back if if you feel like it smells good enough, which I feel like I could do way better at, honestly. Oh, yeah. Because like there are some things that even the sweater that Al's wearing right now, like I'm she's not probably not. Yeah. There's no need to wash that. It's like a full on cardigan. Like it's a wool. No. Right. You know, and like some things that I think of, like jeans, for example, mm-hmm. jeans you can get multiple wears out of. I, Jean jackets. Yeah. Um, certain jackets, like depending on the material. You know, just be more conscious of how much you're washing your clothes and stuff, and it'll save you. It'll just save you time, money, Absolutely. energy. And I'd like to point out that there are some things that you do need to take to the dry yes. cleaner. Yeah. Like if 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 they're in your closet, of course, you know there are some things that you should take the time to make sure you're treating mm-hmm. properly. Because chances are, if you're taking it to the dry cleaner, you don't have to take it too fucking often. You know, that's the hope. That's the hope. That's Shall we point. move on? To the solutions. Okay, here are some All right, what do we got? This article is titled How to Do Laundry. All right, straight up. It comes from the New York Times.com. Love it. <clears throat> so, in this article, they were talking about how you need to understand the washing machine and the drying the dryer a little bit better to understand the best way yeah. to do your laundry. That's so important. So I just hit this one. Um, it, we're going to talk about the cycle length and then the cycle speed. So there was a few other, <clears throat> excuse me, my goodness. Allergy season. Allergy season for real. Um, so b- I'm just going to touch on a few of them, but there was more. So the first thing that they say is the cycle length, sometimes called the timer, is how long the machine will clean your clothes. Use shorter cycle for less soiled and delicate clothing and longer cycle for heavily soiled and bulky items. So separating your items and then choosing your speed based on that's probably a good idea. I throw all my shit in at the same time, but I use cold water, so it doesn't really... Oh, okay. I don't know. That's how my mom did it, so that's how I do it. Is that the best way to do it? Probably not, but... That's I don't, fair. I don't really care. So let's talk about now the cycle speed. Ooh. The cycle speed refers to the speed and the force at which clothes are agitated in the wash and spin cycle. 
Cycle speeds are sometimes expressed using the terms like regular, um, permanent press, or delicate. Those roughly translate to fast, fast, so regular, fast, fast, permanent press being fast, slow, and delicate being slow, slow. A, regu a regular cycle in which both the wash cycle, when water and detergent are introduced into the drum, and the spin cycle, which extrudes water from the clothes post-rinsing, are fast. This is the right choice for bulky items. Okay, so like okay. your jeans and things? Yeah, your jeans, your blankets, your towels. Okay. Are jeans bulky? I'm thinking of like Jake's fucking overalls. Okay, overalls, yes. And like, like a really thicker jeans or like maybe a thick coat. Thick coats. Jackets, you know. Uh-huh, things such as that, I agree. Guy jeans. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah, not my guy jeans. Guy jeans, yeah. Permanent press is a fast-slow cycle, meaning that the wash cycle is fast and the spin cycle is slow, making it a good choice for fabrics that are that are prone to wrinkling as the slower spin cycle reduces wrinkles. This is the right choice for the majority of your laundry. Oh. I thought, I know, I thought that was very interesting. Fuck, definitely I something that I'll, yeah, 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 because... Have I fucked up all my clothes already? We're yet? trying to avoid the wrinkles at all yeah. costs, I'd say. We are. Okay. Yes. All right. Note to mm -hmm. self. And then last but not least, the delicate cycle is the slow, slow cycle. And the one that should be used for fine or delicate fabrics or items with embellishments. Okay. Hmm. So I guess if you have a stain, you would want to put it in the delicate cycle then. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, it probably. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Interesting. God. I no, but embellishments so means like um Oh, 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 oh like duh, duh, like duh, duh, duh. gems and things. I was thinking like, but more I like think having like it, a yeah. slower time would still be beneficial. Probably. All so right. that's what they had to say. Very cool. I'll please please read the next one for us. Alright, so I got this one um from welcome to the family table.com. The best of the best. A busy mom's guide to staying on top of laundry. I thought that was, yeah. like, great because moms are doing laundry, right? Or dads. Or dads, too. You know, moms who are dads, dads who are moms. Fair. Whatever. Um, so, two things I picked out. Um, get big items done first. Mm. Yeah. So, if you have sheets or towels to wash, start with those. Your laundry pile might be pretty high at this point, especially if you haven't done laundry in a while. When you get all the big items out of the way, it will shrink your pile significantly, making it seem more manageable. I like that. I like that. And I feel like when you leave it till last, you're like, okay, well, that could probably wait because you probably have an extra set of sheets or an extra blanket or whatever. So exactly. go ahead and get that out of the way. Exactly. Nice. Um, another thing I liked that they mentioned was to start your laundry early. So put a load in the wash first thing in the morning and get a head start. If you have a really busy day ahead, save the folding and drying for the evening if you must. This will make sure you at least get one load done a day. Nice. I like that as well. I feel like I do start it more in the morning. Yeah. I feel like I'd you say. have to yeah. if, you, if you've got a lot. Normally, mm -hmm. like, things have been busy, so I'm letting them stack up yeah. more. More than I'd like to admit. I, know, I have to, honestly. It happens. Well, that, that does it for laundry. Yeah. Topic two is done. Let's move on to the final topic of today's episode yeah when a light comes on in your car dashboard when a light comes on in your car dashboard all right let's let's just jump right into it super stress begins mm -hmm. super stress begins you're just driving somewhere and then you see that light pop up and you're like it kind of your stomach sinks a little bit and you're like god damn it 
what is this going to cost me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right. That, that literally, that's one of my other points. Yeah, I could, like, yeah. Like, uh, what's that going to cost yeah. me? Yeah. And uh, most, there's so many fucking lights that you, like, don't know what it means a lot It's of like time. a damn Christmas tree up in this fucking <laughs> car. Yeah. I'm like, like damn, yes. isn't it Sometimes when, like, you turn your key in the position where, like, only the battery's on, yes. all the lights will come on, and you're like, holy I know, fucking dude. shit. And there have been times where I've done that, and I, thinking that I've, I'm turning my car on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how are all these things wrong? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. Chill, chill, chill. Calm chill. down, hon. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Um, but yes, the super, stre- the super stress begins, and there's so many damn lights, which does not help your stress at all, especially if you just turn it on, mm-hmm. that battery section. And then sometimes the light will come on, and then it'll just go off. Yes. And you're like... Uh, we, like, are we good? Like, are we, should Y'all, I take it to the shop? You just like, or? are you just like trialing? Like, what's the deal? No, really though, yeah. because I mean. That's going on with my, we'll get to it, but that's going on with one of my, my car right now. So, yeah. If it's like off, then like, we good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But my thing is like, what, what I really had to get down to, especially when I was looking stuff up. What does the, that light mean anyway? Mm-hmm. You know, like, so there have been lights that have come on in my car, and I don't have a damn clue what it means. Like, yeah, and the shape, like, some, the shape's like, is this helpful? <laughs> like, right. Are you trying to help me figure it out? Because I can't. When I was researching, somebody um, referred to the oil light as a genie bottle, and I about died. <laughs> it looks like a fucking genie bottle. bottle, though. Yeah, the genie bottle needs a refill. That's what I'm going to say when I'm going to get my oil change back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, get for this sure. Genie up in here. But like, anytime those lights come on though, and you don't know what they mean, mm-hmm. it's like that debate: like, is this something I need to pull, pull over, over for right, right now? Yeah. Or can I wait a minute? Mm-hmm. Which actually, in the solutions, I'll help you figure out when the time to pull over is going to okay. be. So don't worry. Don't okay. worry. Because we'll, that that we'll get that out of the way. Clearly, one concern yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, we'll I, that, that I have here. So that's good. Um, yeah, clearly one concern that I have. Um, so <clears throat> eventually, if you don't know what it is, regardless, you're going to have to figure out, figure it out. So then you're having to check your manual, research what the light means, look at your phone. There's just, it's a lot. You have to fi- figure out where it is in the manual book. My manual book is unfortunately in my trunk because my car's falling apart. So like I would have to go to my trunk and get, it's just. Right. And it's not like you have that page bookmarked. Mm-hmm. Like if this random ass light comes on, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you can obviously find it, but it's not convenient, and... You're becoming a little researcher. Obviously, you're going to want to, like, pull over at this point, right? Like, make sure you're not, like, just, like, do-do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be checking your manual or doing shit while you're driving. No, like, no, no. Don't no, be doing that, no, obviously. No, no, no. But, um, it's frustrating. And one thing that, like, I have to think about when this has happened to me is, like, I'm not a mechanic. Like... Pro- Wish I was. You're but. probably not a mechanic, and, and unless you are, and if you are listening, that's great. That's Congrats. awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, you have some insight. If yes, sure. <laughs> but you know, you think about it, and you're like, I don't want to do something that I don't know anything about, and fuck up my car even more. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So making sure you know what that light means is really important. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really important. And we kind of touched on this already, but no matter what. It's probably, it's probably gonna cost, gonna you, cost you money. Yeah. <laughs> it could be something with your tire that's gonna cost you fifteen bucks, or it could be something with your engine that's gonna cost you two thousand. So it's just there's I feel no like we need to like sage ourselves after this. I know, really though. That's a good idea. Honestly, can we do that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Um oh gosh, car trouble is the worst and mm-hmm. I just hate it. And yeah. I'm sad for people who have it. Is there anything that sticks out for you? There for a minute, um, even on my first car and on the car I have now, 
um, when the seasons would change, my tire pressure light mm. would come on. I, I have that issue all a lot, too. All the time, yeah. dude. All the time. And I would, like, when I first got my newer car, I, I, you know, I was really concerned because I was like, what the fuck? Like, these are new tires. Like, what's the deal? And, you know, when I took it into the dealership, they told me it was, you know, it's just the, the, the pressure ch- of the air, the, the changing of the seasons mm-hmm. and things. But that always really stressed me out. Yeah. Always, 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 always. Yeah. I, or yeah. I knew that, like, I had, like, a nail or some shit. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I had a flat. I am, uh, We used to live in an alley, and we would always get nails in our tires, so. Mm-hmm. Worst. I know. I agree. The worst. What about you? So, I kind of, I touch on it a little bit, but my engine light is just, like, randomly coming on, and it'll come on, and it will be like that for, like, two, maybe three drives, and then it'll turn off, and it's come on, like, three times in the past, I don't know, six months, so it's very, very inconsistent. There's no rhyme or reason to it, and like I said, it'll just go off. You can ask Benjamin. I'll just text him and be like, I get, like, my check engine light's on, and then, like, the next a f- few hours later, I'm like, oh, just kidding. No, it's not. What the fuck? Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with it, so that's fucking annoying. Well, at least it's, I mean, knock on wood, again... <laughs> not causing too, too many, many issues. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Honestly, my car could probably get a, quite a few things done to it, but whatever. Yeah, regardless. And let's just keep going. All right, let's just keep going. Yes. Let's get some fun facts rolling mm-hmm. in about this because it's not a very fun No, thing. it's not. Well, you get us started, though. Yes, I will. So here are um, six dashboard lights you don't want to ignore. This is from firestonecompleteautocare.com. Come, um, and I thought that this was an important thing to include because, um, like we mentioned, we don't all know what every flight means. Um, but here's six that you you want to keep an eye on for. Um, the first one is the battery light. Mm. Um, Understandably, you know so. you want to make sure that your battery's okay, charged that's because power that's what's going to start your car. Uh, the brake light. It, I don't have to go on it. much explanation yeah. for these. And luckily, that's an easy solution for you. Yes, brake light. Like, make sure your brakes are working. Mm-hmm airbag warning light mm. so safety 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 put on your seatbelt right down yeah. on your seatbelt don't be crazy okay coolant warning light this is where your car could overheat yeah if you don't, if you don't have enough coolant that. yeah in your car which when you go and get like your oil basic change. oil yeah, change yeah, they usually fill it up for you they top off all your fluids or they should but luckily that's something that you can like keep in your trunk too and absolutely yeah absolutely can absolutely if that's an issue that keeps happening Again, number five, the oil warning light. And I'm pretty sure it's mainly when it's flashing. That's when, like, you, like, have to be on your way to the oil. Get your oil changed. Remember when I, like, I think I told you guys that I busted my oil pan on my old car. Yeah, 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 it was flashing. Yeah. Yeah. The genie bottle was flashing. The genie. (laughs) Faux show. The genie was like, I need to come, bitch. Right? Literally. Yeah. Uh, number six, check engine light. As we were talking about mine. As we were talking. I also, but I also write in my manual that you, like, once again, if it's flashing, that's when it's, it's really an emergency. Yeah. And often check engine lights, don't quote me, but they're often like, they misfire like those, um, I don't know what they're called. The, um, circuits. The sensors. The sensors. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Those often mess up a lot, Mm -hmm. at least in my parents' experience with the check engine. So, you know, but if it's flashing, you might want to get it checked out. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Well, those were some very fun facts, I'd say. Oh, well, thank you. Do you have any more? Um, yes, I do. So this comes from magazine.northeast.aaa.com. Lots of dots up in there. I know. Okay. Right? So, um, what are your dashboard lights telling you? All right. They say, 
in depth. There are basically three grades of dash indicator lights. You have the green or blue, you have a yellow or orange, and then you also have red. Okay. So I'm going to kind of tell you about each of the colors and how much you need to be worried about it. Okay. Green or blue dashboard lights are notification lights telling you that if that a feature of your car is active, they do not signal a fault or problem. Rather, they are indicating that these parts of your car are are functioning exactly how you want them to be functioning, okay. such as like turn signals or very cool. I can't think of anything else that um, turns Um, your brights. Yeah, your brights. Your brights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, that's very cool. So, yeah, there you very go. Very cool. All right. <clears throat> Yellow or orange dashboard lights are low-grade warning lights. There's a problem in your car that you should deal with in the, very, in the very near future. Your car can usually still be driven a few miles, or the fix-it is one that can easily be taken care of. So, maybe you could even do it. Oh. Like closing your car door or pulling up to a gas station to fill your car tank. Okay, very cool. cool tank. Yeah, so that makes sense. Love it, love it, love some it. Other orange ones. I think like the low tire pressure. Low is tire pressure orange. is orange. Um, um, I feel like the oil, the genie bottle is too. I do too. I could be wrong about Unless that. Unless it's flashing. <clears throat> Unless it's flashing. Flashing. True. Don't fuck it different. up. Then your they car say, will blow up. Yes. Sorry, yeah, I had to mention no, that yeah, again. Yeah, your car, yeah, your car will blow up. <laughs> Jesus. Then you have the red dashboard lights are serious warning lights. You should stop immediately or risk damage to the car or worse, yourself. If you are out driving when you see a red warning light, pull over and deal with the problem. Okay. So red, that makes me that makes sense. Bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So. Easy peasy. You know, may be able to put your mind to rest for yeah. some of these That's. Signals. I think that's basic knowledge. And if you have a new driver, especially on the road, or mm -hmm. somebody who is not driven at all or just doesn't feel confident, these are things you might want to point yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Very fucking cool. Well, I think it is solution time. It's solution time, and it's the best part of the show. Take We're going to wrap it up. Um, stop driving these damn cars. Just stop just driving stop if you're over it. Just don't drive to cars. Have someone else drive you late. Get a driver and be rich. Get a driver, be rich. Just get a new car whenever you have anything wrong. Oh, that is not efficient, but you could do it. You could do that. Um, Good. Take the subway. Ride your bike. Become a mechanic. Beca become a mechanic. That's something that I would. I think it's a solid, solid solution, mm -hmm. even though it's ours. I love it. I think so, too. Yeah. Familiarize yourself with the main reoccurring lights that pop up. So, playback like, episode yes, 14. Exactly. I feel like uh, you and I definitely know the issues with our car. and We're very um, attentive. We want to take care of our things. And I'd like to think a lot of people think that way. I would say uh -huh. so, too. Or should. Yeah. Should, should at least. You could invest in the roadside assistance service. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I think, you know, you can often get a bundle with your car insurance, yes, which is can. really nice. I think that's something that would be worth having, especially if, like, you're a parent and, like, you have a kid. I feel like I would Absolutely. definitely invest in that for a kid. I've never really had a car that has had that feature in it, but, yeah. you know. And I think that one step you could do just to be ahead of the game is, like, have a plan of action you know, if the light comes on and you're out and about, mm -hmm. you know, and so like one thing that, you know, I'll share a little personal experience is like my father, super sweet. He knows that like I travel a ton. Like that's why I bought like my SUV that I have. We go camping a lot. We like to take trips. So he bought me and even my sister AAA. That way he knows. And I know, God forbid we're out somewhere and something happens. Mm -hmm. Like we'll have some, some help yeah. and that's comforting to know. So even at 25 years old, my dad still wants to protect his children gotta love that gotta love you eric yeah now are you ready for some solid solid solutions yes okay 
Um, I'm going to tap into AAA one more time. Um, I know we've mentioned it, um, but I'm, I'm going to mention it again. So AAA roadside assistance, if this is something you're interested in, it is not expensive. I think you pay like 45 bucks a year. Uh, literally. Okay. So if you're buying these streaming services and stuff and you're driving a car, you can get AAA mm-hmm. and it'll just make your life easier because a tow is more than $50 when something goes wrong. Just mm-hmm. a tow, one tow. Mm-hmm. So here you go. There you go. So they do towing, battery, flat tire, lockouts, funny, emergency fuel service, and minor mechanical first aids. Um, so I have uh, used them for one, two, three, five out of the six of those. There you go. So I would say it's worth it. Right? Yeah. There you go. And you can call one 800 400 Four two two two. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again. One eight hundred four hundred four two two two. If you need help, you're out on the road. If you're listening to this podcast right now, and you notice you have a flat tire, rewind us a few seconds, play it back, whoop, whoop. give them a call, and just have your ID ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think do. your car too. You want your card ready? Your AAA too. card. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, that's awesome, Al. Yeah. I'm glad we went a little bit more in depth into Triple because I know we've mentioned it. Yeah, quite a and few you times. can even probably I know you can access um, membership through this link that'll mm-hmm. be in our show notes. Perfect, so yes. if that's how you awesome. want to start, go ahead. So another thing that we will have in our show notes in is this article, and if you scroll to the bottom of the article, there are a bunch of different signs that you will or symbols I guess that you can see on your dashboard and they're numbered and you can um, associate it with the number and it has it felt you know tells you what it does and what it is and what the issue is so a little bit easier than going through your manual sometimes sometimes it's difficult with those manuals and there's the pages are so small and this one you can zoom in on and things such as that so if you find yourself in a bad situation yeah, just absolutely yeah. and I think it's nice to even to just look at this even if you're not having issues, because yeah. I like kind of enjoyed. It. I yeah, I kind of enjoyed looking at it too. I was like, hmm. just to like feel more prepared, yeah. and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, uh, I yeah. completely agree with you. It can't hurt. That's for damn mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that does it for the topics. So. That does it for the three topics. But we're not gonna we're not gonna dish you yet. We mm-hmm. do obviously have our segment. And to end at 14, we're going to do some Would You Rather. Oh, I love a good Would You Rather. I know. And I think these are some good ones. Mm-hmm, they are good. Do you want to start us off? I would love to. Okay. So the first one, would you rather lock yourself out of your house or your car? <sighs> Go ahead. <laughs> Our mouths both just hung open. Um, I would rather lock myself Oh, you go first. I would rather lock myself out of my car purely because I have AAA. If I didn't have AAA, though, I think I would maybe say that I would rather lock myself out of my house because I feel like there's more ways that you can get into your house yeah. than your car. Yeah. Yep. I would rather lock myself out of my car because I know I have an extra car uh-huh. key in my house. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Also, and I have AAA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Benjamin has an extra copy of my key, too. Yep. So that's very helpful. So, all right. So we just found, like, little solutions inside those. So I know. Interesting. Just doubling y'all up. Mm-hmm. Tripling. Quadrupling. Go ahead, Al. All right. Would you rather lose your house key or someone else's house key? Probably someone else's, I would say. Damn, really? Yeah. Damn! They probably (laughs) have a few spares, so. Okay, okay, that's fair. You're probably not, I can't, I I don't know if anyone that I'm the sole keeper of their spare key, personally. That's fair. fair. You're a little bit more trustworthy than I am, as we've established this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
Our, listeners, our listeners have learned a lot I just about love people's dogs in their houses. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. I I think I'd rather lose my own house key. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would feel so bad. I would worry. I'd worry myself. It's just a house key, though. What's gonna happen? But like, what if they didn't have one? Like, what if they trusted me with their one? Okay, well then that was not, uh, not smart the of best, that person. But, like, but what if they felt the way that you feel about me? Trustworthy. Touche. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. You go next. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather do the laundry or fold the laundry? This you know is a I really mean good by one. Do, yeah, right? do like putting doing the machine work yes. versus doing the machine work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear your answer first. I'd rather do it. Me too. I fucking hate folding Dude, I laundry. Do too. And thank God Jake doesn't mind it because like I just I hate that shit. I do such a thorough job of getting it all prepped. Yeah, I and fucking then, hate that shit. Uh, yeah, I do too. God. I do too. There's some people out there who don't like like you said, Jake I, doesn't mind folding yeah, it. Okay. Like, I mean I, I, I at least people. I don't think he does. He does yeah, it, so yeah. I'm not complaining. Okay. Would you one. rather wash a red shirt with your whites or shrink a new piece of clothing? Now I like the color pink, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the red. Okay. The red. That does. I, I agree with you, because shrinking a new piece of clothing, that just pisses me the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I just bought it. Yeah. Clearly, I purchased it because I thought it was going to fit me or mm. even tried it on. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And now agree. it's not the same size. And like I said, pink's a good color. Pink is a good color. Every day can be Wednesday. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Oh, Every day. It can be a Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're up next. Okay, would you rather have a light pop up on your dashboard on a road trip or run out of gas? Lighter gas. Aye, aye, aye. This one's hard. I've dealt with the light on a road now, trip before, so I, I could do it again. Okay. Gas, on the other hand, that's a whole other adventure that I haven't even... But technically, that is a light on your dashboard. That is true. That's true. But it's this... this, this mm -hmm. um, what am I trying to say? It's the idea of it. Because mm -hmm. you could probably still hopefully drive your car, mm -hmm. even if a light came on. Right, unless right, right. it was like the red light flashing mm -hmm. or some shit, then maybe not. Well, and I'm just imagining, you know, you in the middle of Kansas... Not being able to get gas. <laughs> Toto, we're not coming home. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. Yeah. What, what, what are you gonna say? Um. I'm. I'm gonna go with the light on the dashboard. I agree. Okay. Because hopefully I can get to an auto spot or at least a gas station mm -hmm. or somewhere where I can call and get it situated. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's your turn. Okay. Would you rather wait to see if the light on your dashboard disappears or take it to the nearest auto shop as soon as possible? I, I hate, mean, this is kind of obvious, but, like... I hate that I am the way that I am. I know what your answer is. Well, I can't help that my answer is the answer that it is. <laughs> You're going to wait. I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm just going to wait. What am I going to do? You're going to go in. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That basically was just to signify who we are. So. <laughs> if you already didn't have a, a yeah, good idea. Yeah, that's Sam, and that's me. <laughs> Uh, and that's the podcast. And that's and that's that's today's episode fourteen. Yeah. 
podcast. That is so funny. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what a way to end. <laughs> uh, what a way to end it, right? That's, that's your gals. Uh. But I would like to just mention that if you have not followed us on Instagram or Twitter, go ahead and type in at Cherry on Top Pod, and we are there. Give us a like and a follow and subscribe, yes. please. Uh, you can even go into our bio on Twitter or Instagram. Click on the Insta bio link. It'll bring up all nine platforms that we have yes. streaming all of our episodes. And so. our amazing creative director, Miss Al over here. Thank she you. lets you know about uh, the topics for the episode every Sunday. She keeps everything up to date on our social media. So, it, you know, if you like to follow along, I would definitely say go follow Instagram or Twitter, depending on, you know, what or type both. of person you are. Or if you want to send us an email, send us an email at, at gmail on. Oh, Oh my god. At cherry on top pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Ooh, stumbled over my words there, didn't I? It's okay. It's it been happens. a long day. It has been a long but, day. But yeah, that sounds fantastic. Thanks for the plug. Thanks for the lift me up. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Um, but I yeah. think you mentioned it. Go f- uh, go on uh, wherever you stream your podcast and subscribe to us so that you can download yes. our episode every single Wednesday. We come out every yeah. single Wednesday. And like, just one more thing. If you're looking for a streaming platform and you don't like the one you're on, like you can find us on all other eight mm-hmm. ones. So mm-hmm. yeah. there's yeah, a yeah. lot to choose yeah. from. You don't have to just go to the same one. But don't if you are yourself. a subscriber, mm-hmm. then definitely subscribe. Please do so. I'm a subscriber. All right. We'll see you next week. All right. We'll see you next week. That's enough of us.